Okay, the podcast is recording. Video is recording. So, hey guys, welcome on board to Americana, the American way. I'm Big John. You can find me on uh, YouTube, Rumble, and all the podcast platforms at Americana, the American way. You can find me on Parlor at the Real Big John, all one word, and on Twitter at the Real underscore Big John. Uh, wild and woolly times in the U.S. of A. But I found something. You'll have to give it a Google because I, I don't have time to explain the full story. But there's a a Tammy Faye Baker biopic coming out soon uh, those of you that were children in the, in the 80s were, might remember uh, Jim Baker the televangelist television preachers were huge in the 80s I mean there were like 50 Joel Osteens okay uh, and Joel I, I, I like Joel but He's not as good as his dad was. Anyhow, there was this one Jim Baker, and uh, came out that old Jimbo had a thing for prostitutes, and his wife was this. You just gotta Google her, but her name was Tammy Faye Baker, and the movie I think is called Tammy Faye's Eyes, and it's called that because. She wore more eyeshadow than a hundred people. Uh, I mean, she put on pounds and pounds of makeup to go on TV. So, if you want a good laugh, Google Tammy Faye Baker. Um, and not so funny things going on. We're still. We're still supposedly in the thralls of this pandemic with a 99% recovery rate. In fact, it's more than 99%. More than 99% of people who catch COVID-19 or its variants survive. I mean, it's 99.7%. 99 point something, something, something. Survival rate. That's great. We don't want people to die, of course. But schools, the the federal government, uh, businesses are so wrapped up that they are requiring you to get vaccinated to keep your job 
attend class, uh, go to an event, perhaps fly on an airplane at some point. <laughs> it's just, it would be fun. It would be funny if it weren't so sad. So Joe Biden has announced several things. Uh, he says that you know we're upset at the 80 million Americans who are not vaccinated. There's 320 million Americans. Three hundred twenty million Americans. Now I assume he means that the people that are eligible to get vaccinated, uh, eighty million of those people are not vaccinated. Because if you had two hundred forty million Americans vaccinated, that would be a, a miracle, right? Three hundred twenty minus eighty is two hundred forty. Anyways. Of course, this is Joe Biden, so who knows what, where, where he got the number 80 million from. But anyways, he says that uh, we have elected officials actively working against the fight to defeat COVID-19. Yeah, they're called Democrats. Every one of them, including Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, were against this vaccine when it was Trump's vaccine. And Trump is actively telling his supporters to get vaccinated. The thing is, so you get the vaccine and then you can't catch COVID, right? No, you can still catch COVID. But if you have the vaccine, you can't spread it, right? No, you can still spread it. But if you get the vaccine, what you won't get as... Oh, you'll still get just as sick. Maybe you won't get quite as sick, but you'll still get sick. If you get the vaccine, you won't die from... Oh, wait, people who have been vaccinated have died from COVID? So what good's the vaccine? Now, every year, for several... At least every year since... Uh, H1N1 came out. You know, flu shots have been a really big deal. They're around before that, but uh, they became popularized during another uh, outbreak. This uh, it was either the swine flu or the bird flu, and I've gotten one every year for several years, and I haven't been sick in those years. But every year, people get the flu shot. Some of them still catch the flu. And some of them die of the flu. Now, last year, we had almost no flu deaths because everything was coded, coded as COVID-19 so the hospitals could get more money from the government. Last year, Jen Psaki said... We're not going to require Americans to carry vaccination cards to show that they've got vac they've been vaccinated. Well, now some private uh, sector uh, and other countries are 
mandating you carry a vaccine passport, they call it. And America is not going to be far behind. They'll make an excuse why they decide we have to have our vaccine passports. I've got somewhere laying around here in a pile of stuff. My vax card from uh, my doctor's office. But the worst thing is... When I went to get my second shot... I wouldn't say it's the worst thing. The bad part of it is... I got my first shot. The lady filled out the card and gave it to me. I went back for my second shot, but I forgot my card. So now I only have a halfway filled out vaccination card. So I guess I'll have to go to my doctor's office and get another form of proof that I've been vaccinated. I don't know. But now Mr. Biden is going into dictatorial dictatorship, dictator level policy. He is signing executive orders that all federal employees get vaccinated. What happened to my body, my choice? What happened to that? What happened to my body, my choice? I guess he outright said, if you want to work for us, you have to be vaccinated. But the vaccine's not making a difference. You can still spread the, va- the flu they, or the virus. They told us that from the beginning. That this virus can live in your nasal cavity, your nose in other words, and not make you sick. But you could still spread it to other people. That's why when they first started, well, we vaxxed a million, vaxxed millions, but you still have to wear a mask because you could spread it to someone else and you could catch it from someone else. They said that from the beginning. Vaccinate or not, you can still spread the virus. So why are they so hell-bent on getting everyone vaccinated. Also, if you are vaccinated, they outright tell you, you can still get sick because there's, well, what's well, the variants? It's the Delta variant now, and there's another variant, and this, it's, it's always gonna vary. Vi- all viruses, the flu that we get every year during flu and cold season, it's a different flu and cold. You know, and they hope that the flu shot they give out is going to be the one that prevents the most common strain of flu. You can still die after you've gotten the vaccine. You can still die from COVID. What, from day one, what has been the best defense against this virus? What have all the experts agreed and said? Your body's immune system. I'm going through changes with my body for health reasons. Now I know you see me smoking a cigar and drinking a pop. And that's not the healthiest things. Those are not the healthiest things. But I'm doing other little things. You know, 
taking my vitamins and minerals and herbs changing my eating style a little bit because I have to change for myself but it's your body's natural defense is the best medicine against any virus with some exceptions the HIV virus which is a virus that attacks your immune system human immunodeficiency virus which Dr. Fauci was a leading problem in the AIDS epidemic he didn't want there to be treatments he held back drugs that could treat HIV and AIDS in in the fight his fight to get guess what an HIV and AIDS vaccine gee sounds strange huh anyhow President Biden is doing unconstitutional things these orders that he is putting out saying that there is a <clears throat> a a catch to your employment status a uh, quid pro quo that's a word we haven't heard in a while there's a quid pro quo to your employment with the federal government or your company's contract with the federal government that you have to be vaccinated don't know he has it said will these executive orders have uh, loopholes which would make sense if a doctor tells a person don't get vaccinated because it could make you sick in other ways that you're excused Probably not. Most dictators don't think that far ahead. The next unconstitutional thing he's doing is he's telling the Department of Labor to come up with a <clears throat> plan and order that all companies with 100 or more employees have to get their employees vaccinated or the employee has to take a test once a week and test negative once a week to keep their employment. The problem with that is the Department of Labor is not a legislative body. They do not have the right to make such a policy and apply it to companies. Just more and more unconstitutional things from this administration. And we don't even know what the Constitution is. We're more worried about, you know, teaching obedience to government in schools now than teaching that we are a nation founded 
on smaller government and rebellion against big government tyranny. And I'm not saying we should rebel. I'm not saying we should. I mean, I just said I'm vaccinated. But my doctor talked me into it because I have comorbidities. And I felt bad for the little guy because he's trying so hard to help me get my health in order. So I got the vax. But it was my choice. We can't do this anymore, people. You've got to wake up and realize you voted against Donald Trump. I don't know why 80, allegedly 81 million people voted against Donald Trump. I know why over 70 million, which is a record high number of votes, why 70 million people voted for him. uh, Over 70 million. But anyways... We've got to stop this government. You've got to get out and vote next year and vote these Democrats out of office before they can destroy the Constitution any further, destroy the Supreme Court, destroy your life. They're now coming after you and your ability to earn money. You know... Generally, companies with 100 or more employees are the higher paying, good paying, good benefits jobs that Americans look for and dream of. Now he's going to tell, Joe Biden is going to tell you, you cannot have a job unless you get vaccinated. They're going to potentially take away your ability to earn a living, they're going to make you decide between vaccination and your livelihood. Why? For a vaccine that has just gained FDA approval, but may or may not stop you from getting sick may or may not stop you from spreading the virus and maybe, maybe not stop you from dying. The vaccine is not a miracle cure. Your health, what you and your doctor decide are best for you are your best health choices. Amen. Holy crap. Where's the time and all? On the podcast, I'll be right back after this. To talk about 9-11. September 11th, 2001, coming up after the break. Alright, we're back on the podcast here. Uh, Been watching... A lot of documentaries. There's going to be uh, today on history and right up through Saturday night. Um, a marathon of 
September 11th documentaries. And I'll be tuned into as many as I can while I can. And of course, I have to work today. Um, but just thinking back about that day, the day the world changed, and how far we've come, and how far things have changed to negativity in the world. You know, what happened in Afghanistan is irrelevant. We, sh- we shouldn't have stayed there for 20 years. And that's no disrespect to the people that fought and died there. They were doing their job. They were trying to keep us safe. But... I don't hear very many Democrats, I don't hear the president talking about memorializing the victims. I don't hear uh, a lot from Washington about how we're going to prevent this from happening again. And it's it's a hard thing to prevent. But I think back to that day and it still breaks my heart for the people that died there. Those firefighters that said firemen run into buildings, not out of them. Firemen run into burning buildings, not out. The police that came in to do whatever they could. Rudy Giuliani talking about the various terror plans and emergency plans and how that day he knew something was wrong from the beginning and he said to his police and and fire and other officials Get, start going through our terrorism plans. Sent the police out to protect other high-value targets. Because we didn't know, was this the first airplane? Was that a red flag? Uh, not red flag, but a green flag to start a larger series of attacks? Was that the beginning And it was the first plane. You know, all three planes were supposed to be hijacked simultaneously. And they were more or less separated by a few minutes. No one except the the terrorists who were flying the planes knew that it was the goal to crash the planes into buildings. They got on the, the airplane speaker system and said, we are returning to the airport, we have a bomb on board. And that was a lie. Those guys that flew the planes 
knew they were going to crash those planes into high value targets which is scary in itself you just don't know what what drives a person to kill themselves and kill innocent people those people at that trade center were not evil they were not bad people but you don't understand that in other cultures around the world North Korea for example though they had nothing to do with 9-11 they teach their kids American bastards they never say American or Americans period it's always American bastard American bastards But you look at the Middle Eastern countries that are developed and are moving forward. Israel, though they're obviously not a Muslim Arab nation, allies of America and hated by the Arabs and the Muslims. Saudi Arabia, slowly becoming a westernized country Parts of the country are starting to give women some rights. Egypt, before the Arab Spring, was a pretty westernized country. You look at, I talked to an Arab cab driver after 9-11. And he came to the United States after the Shah of Iran that was propped up by the United States was assassinated and he said that the Middle East was better when it was under American control but you have these radicalized zealots that want to live by a strict interpretation of an ancient Muslim text text not like text message but like a book the Quran and they want strict interpretation of Sharia law and how women should act and women should be subservient. You now have in Afghanistan the Taliban murdering women who used to be police officers. Glenn Beck said on his program the other day that a former female police officer was murdered in front of her children and they <clears throat> the Taliban <clears throat> pardon me carved her brain out with a screwdriver Mind you, while she was alive, okay, they took her brain out, murdered her with a screwdriver, 
in front of her children. Now, that's not easy. I don't, I don't know where Glenn got his information on this. <clears throat> but our government is actively stopping planes from leaving a runway in Afghanistan and telling other countries that we're going to accept these Afghan refugees and American Americans who want to get out. <clears throat> Not to accept these planes. So what have we learned from 9-11? Did we learn anything? We don't have leaders anymore in government. We have politicians that worry about their next election. You know? And that's the truth. We have politicians that want to get reelected, that want to get their book deal, that want to get their insider trading stock information. We don't have leaders anymore. To me, that's a lesson of 9-11. George Bush was given a lot of cockamamie, misguided information by Rumsfeld and Cheney. But he tried to lead. He tried to lead. After 9-11, he tried to lead. Donald Trump tried to lead and the media and the liberals and the tweeters and the Facebook mafia took him out. The big tech giants took him out proverbially, figuratively, that's a better way of saying it figuratively assassinated him by censoring and changing algorithms, changing what you see when you search his name, changing what you can post online about the world. This video will get censored by YouTube because it has, they're going to say anti-vaccination information in it because it has sensitive political content, maybe. But, nonetheless, what did you learn from September 11th, 2001? Have we healed as a nation, or have we grown further apart? I say further apart because of the media and their need for clickbait and ratings and clicks on their advertisements. What I learned was more respect for mankind, my fellow human being, to tell my friends and family I love them. I have some... I have 
couple one uh but anyways uh, insecure guy friend uh but i mean i'll tell any of my 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 friends my guys that i grew up hey man i love you brother i love you man there's one or two that are like you said you love me i'm not gay I'm not gay either remember we were out picking up well i was picking up girls and he was being goofy but you know uh and it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight but you know tell your friends you love them that's what i learned from 9-11 love your fellow human being respect the police and the firemen because they're the ones that are going to help you i talked to some of these millennials i was trying to date this 28 year old girl woman pardon me i'm 45 and she had the mentality of a teenager and I was, she, she was going through some stuff and she was going through worse things. She was a worse person than what I thought she was. Uh, but anyhow, she would always say stuff like, oh, whenever the cops get involved, there's going to be problems. Cops are bad. No, they're not. Cops are only bad if you're doing something bad. But they're the ones that were rushing to the twin towers when everyone else was rushing away the police didn't and firemen didn't turn and run until the building started to collapse and they were running away so they could save themselves so they could go back and save more people they had to save their lives in order to save other people's lives so that was what I learned from 9-11. God bless y'all. Have a great day. And uh, love. tell your friends and family you love them. You never know. You never know.